Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Yeah, interesting games of uh, rugby weekend. There's another dramatic week in, um, mm. in our sport. And, um, what's happening? Well, can we start with that Friday night game? And I said to Dino earlier, South fans, I think, can take a lot out of that contest because their ball control wasn't great. Penrith's ball control was fantastic. I think they completed 34 sets out of 40. You're not going to beat Penrith at Penrith unless you hold the ball, um, Zor. But... To South's credit, they were in the contest for a long way. Oh, I, I, I saw Penrith as dominating really right throughout. I thought South's, yeah, they bombed some chances and uh, I think they played the wrong sort of game to beat uh, Penrith. I thought Penrith were really all over them. Um, frankly, I I don't see a side in this competition that is uh, is, is, is going to stretch them. Uh, they've got great depth. They've got every position covered. Uh, they've got strong forwards. They've got a great running dummy half, and um, and they've just got all positions covered. Um, I thought I thought um, the replay of last year's grand final was um, uh, was never in doubt. So they're uh, they're. I mean, everyone's picking them to go back to back, and and I can't see any side that um, that is really going to um, going to wreck their chances. They they just have everything covered. So we don't know a hell of a lot of details about Stephen Humphrey's sudden resignation uh, as Seagulls CEO on Friday. But you're obviously very close to the club. Could you reveal what you know where this will all end in terms of Manly's future CEO? Well, Bulldog, it was a massive shock to the club and to me. And it, um, it really came out of the blue. I like Stephen has got a wife and eight kids and... And um, so I hope he's okay. That's the main thing for me in this. A thorough investigation's underway. I, I, and it needs to be thorough. I had an open and honest relationship with him, and we often discussed rugby league and the way the Seagulls were going. His wife Kelly is his rock, and I'm sure they'll come out of this with the help of family and friends. But it's going to be tough for them. There are lots of suggestions about the reasons for his exit, but I'm not going to pour petrol on an already raging fire, but I will do the club a giant favour. Every CEO at Manly, since Frank Stanton had it designed in the mid-90s, has sat behind a kidney-shaped, pinkish-maroon table. I'm sure you've seen it, Bulldog. The table is jinxed, (laughs) and I'll gladly take a sledgehammer to it so the next CEO starts with a clean slate and doesn't have that hoodoo right in front of him every hour of every day. You've got to start it's somewhere. It's a death. You've got to start somewhere. Hey, um, so what's your take on the Sharks? I think everyone had them as a big improvers this year, but Nico Hines has slotted in brilliantly in the number seven. Matty Mullins turned the clock back. Dale Finucane brings a lot of cred to that forward pack. They're looking good, the Sharks. Oh, that. I think they're playing a great brand of football mm. when the brand of football has been criticised in some uh, some sections, and rightly so, because we have seen some... That game on, on, on Thursday night, I went to bed shaking my head. Um, one try scored right on the death. Miracle try scored, uh, and the West Tigers get beaten again. But back to the Sharks, they are the most improved side. They're playing a great brand of football. Talakai's proving... A monster mm, in the centres, and his pairing was Jesse Ramian. You don't want two lightweights in the centres when you're playing the Sharks. <laughs> Nico Hines, as you said, at halfback, 
he's revitalised, I think, Matty Moylan's game. And Moylan's playing terrific football too. Good mobile pack and, and a couple of veterans in there. And um, uh, Dale Finnegan uh, from uh, Melbourne is, is, is really uh, playing well for them. Um, plus, uh, rugby mm. league's, you know, next week's big thing is a coach in Craig Fitzgibbon. He's a, he was a quality player. He's a quality person. Um, his dad coached the club. He understands the history of the Sharks. Um, he served his apprenticeship in rugby league like no one else for years and years and years under Trent Robinson. He rejected offers uh, from a multitude of clubs over the last five years, and he wanted to get the right one. He carefully chose Cronulla. Um, I think he's picked his time right. I think they've been through their good spell. Um, they've come out of a, a, a bit of a slump. They've got a good player turnover now. They seem well settled off the field. Yeah, Sharkies fans um, really should be looking forward to um, a sensational build-up to a premiership in the next few years. There's all big game tonight. Georgia Lawara versus Parramatta. Mm. Not sure it's official yet, but it looks like the Dragons might have made a couple of late changes. Junior Ramone and Tyrell Sloan. A couple of their young guns. Looks like they might have been dropped. It, I can't understand it. I, I mean, the talk is Moses Embley going to fullback and um, and probably Jack Bird to 5'8". For a start, I think that it's going to be a body blow to those young players and to their confidence. I can't understand um, why Anthony Griffin is living up to his nickname here, the hook, and hook these two kids. I, I think four weeks into the competition, it will knock, knock their confidence about. I don't think they've been going poorly. Early on in the season, a lot of people were, were, um, were chanting how well these two kids were going. And now it looks like with a big game coming up at Parramatta, they're not going to get their opportunity. I want to know what Embi's done to get the fullback spot. I mean, I think he was a major disappointment at the West Tigers, overpaid, underperformed there. He's yet to be the player that a lot of people thought he would be when he came down from uh, the Pirates at Noosa. Um, and Jack Bird, I think his days at 5'8 are well and truly gone. I think he's a forward these days. Stunning decisions, I reckon, if we're... Dragon supporter, uh, you would be scratching your head today. Mm. It's not the first time that Anthony Griffin has sprung some surprises. Um, I think Parramatta will eat them. Mm. Thing about Sloan too, though, Sorb, he's got that X factor about him, isn't he? He's got to score to win games, and he can create opportunities. But I'd be staggered if they dropped him. Well, me, well, it's going to happen by the looks of things. Wow, mm. um, there's, there's too much drum beating on it, so. Uh, I can't uh, I can't justify any of those selections in any way. I often have been at um, a difference of opinion with uh, Anthony Griffin, um, and this is just another time um, talking about um, about uh, veterans. What about the kicking game? The headline uh, could easily have been today, and we all would have been shocked. Uh, Daily Cherry Evans kicks Canberra to death, uh, and we all would have been scratching for what he'd done. A 20-40, a 40-20, and a field goal. I, you know, just incredible display by him uh, yesterday and a nice tribute to uh, the late Bob Fulton paid by his old mate Ricky Stewart um, uh, as Canberra coach, saying that um, his decision is the best decision that Manly have made uh, in the last couple of uh, decades in keeping uh, uh, 
uh, Daly Cherry Evans at the club for the long term and his million-dollar contract over 10 years. Zorb, the Storm this week re-signed a couple of big guns, including Jerome Hughes. A few other clubs tried to come through the back door and grab them, but they have decided to pledge their allegiance to Melbourne and Craig Bellamy. Big signings, aren't they? Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, and only in his first year at the club, Xavier Coates, uh, to long-term deals. They do things well. Um, Grant and Hughes were Wayne Bennett targets for the Dolphins. Um, I understand a secret meeting with Kalen Ponga this week. Uh, maybe where Happy Joe Happy is concentrating uh, for his next superstar signing. He needs that... Um, at his new club, they're doing things well. Talking about um, superstars, he's not in it, but I um, he's, he's getting pretty close, I reckon. I, fullback, number one, is the modern glamour spot in rugby league. From current Dally M star Tommy Turbo to the Roosters skipper James Tedesco to Newcastle's electric Caelan Ponga to the Storm Jack in the Box Ryan Pappenhausen to the South star Latrell Mitchell. Those who wear the number one are dynamic players. But I reckon there's a player... Um, and he's 26 now, and he's been around a little while. But I think Dylan Edwards yes. is the most underrated fullback Glad you in the competition, mm. and he's ready to step up into that company. I, you know, he's from the Bellingen Dorigo Magpies. Mm. I don't remember him having a bad game. He lost nothing in his duel with Latrell Mitchell in the Premier's 26 to 12 win on Friday. I don't like comparing players in positions because it's the pack up in front of you that helps you um, when you're a fullback. But, you know, this kid is so good. Um, he's good under the high ball. He's exceptional running the ball back. Um, gets into top speed very quickly. He, he His run backs from kicks are a big help. He's a top defender and he's silky with the ball in his hand. He's got it all, um, Dylan Walker. And I just want to give him a wrap. Yeah, I'm glad you did, Zorb, because his work rate is amazing. So people who follow Penrith closely will um, certainly know what you're talking about. Hey, Zorb, two games to complete round four today. As Dino mentioned earlier, Eels play Dragons. That's a six o'clock game. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll go to that one first. You, you Ray, think just it's... before I do, yeah. can I just raise my my old pet hate? Yeah. It's blue shirts in every team, just about. Annoying. And the league have got to do something about it. But the Broncos... Took it to a new level last night. Alfie Langer was on the field for the kickoff. Trusty water bottle in hand. Aren't we used to that now, though, Zor? Aren't we used to that? Aren't we used to that now? Oh, yeah, I know, but it's a shocking look. (laughs) I know. It's just a shock. I think it's an insult to the players. Surely players are told what they've got to do from the kickoff. They've just come out of the sheds with with their coach, with their mind coaches, with their attacking coaches, with their defensive coaches, and then you've got. The blue shirt telling them what to do from the kickoff. Actually, <laughs> I find Alfie's blue shirt duties a little demeaning for such a legendary player for the Broncos, for Queensland and Australia. I don't like that look. I think he deserves a, a better position in the club if he wants one uh, than running the water bottle. But that's just my view on that. He's been doing it for a long time at the Bronx, but anyway. Hey, um, he has. <laughs> he's all, okay, so we'll start off with Parramatta St George. You, you said this is going to be a... 13-plus Parramatta. Okay. Dollar twenty-seven head to head, three eighty to Dragons, and the lines ten and a half. Okay, they'll cover that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we've spoken about those changes. Storm versus the Bulldogs. Yep. Um, I can't see the Bulldogs getting anywhere near the Melbourne Storm. That's a kick off at four oh five. Yep. New times on a Sunday, four oh five and six fifteen. Mm, not sure about that second one. I'd rather it earlier in the day. 
I think um, it's just through um, uh, the uh, oppressive, well, normally well, the oppressive a, conditions. And plus if there's a goal. They will, Mate, yeah, they will go gone, back to 2 o'clock. I've gone out yeah. the balcony taking yeah. a photo of the sun today. Yeah, I know, it's fantastic. Look like. yeah. Just on, on the Bulldogs, I, I mean, I'm of the old, old school where if you play with dogs, you catch fleas. Matt Burton has been ordinary in his three games so far for the Bulldogs. Josh Adokar hasn't scored a try, hasn't looked like scoring one. Um, I'm just wondering, the Bulldogs, their attack is terrible. Burton has, has been, and it's been written about today, that he's become nothing more than a hoister of bombs on the fifth tackle. He's a better player than that. Um, I'd be worried if I was a Bulldogs fan mm. um, on just the style of play that they're playing. I think I'll get a lesson today. Well, today the markets has them a dollar thirteen. The Storm head to head six dollars. The Doggies fifteen and a half is the line. Hey Zorb, appreciate your thoughts as always on a Sunday morning. We'll talk next week. Good on you, boys.